Welcome to Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast, where I will teach you how to manifest your dream life. My name is Dana, and join me as I travel the world, learning all about mindset and meeting new people that have a story to share. Hi friends, welcome to episode 59 of Uncovering the Subconscious Podcast. We are up to our fourth universal law. So I wanted to go into detail about the law of correspondence. So, so far, I believe we've done the law of attraction, multiple episodes on the law of attraction, the law of vibration, the law of divine oneness. And I think that is all the laws we have done so far. So I thought it was about time that I introduced you guys to the law of correspondence. So the law of correspondence, it's about communication, but not with other people. It's communication with the other parts of yourself. So it creates this relationship between the inner and outer. So one is a reflection of the other. And within the inner, there's another form of communication. It's the connection with your inner self and your higher self. So you might have heard a few sayings that it will ring a bell and it actually relates to the law of correspondence. So the first one is as above, so below. Another one is on earth as it is in heaven. It's that one I think it comes from our father who aren't in heaven. If you ever went to a Christian or Catholic school, then you might know that one. So the saying actually relates to the lower energies of the physical mind, which is earth, and the higher energies of the divine mind, which is heaven. So it teaches us to acknowledge and look at issues until it has been healed. So our surroundings, our relationships, experiences, they're all just mirrors of our mind and our spirit, so our inner world. But this means you can change your outer world just by shifting your inner world because your outer world is also a mirror of the negative thoughts, beliefs, and assumptions that you have in your inner being. So if there's chaos within you right now, there will also be chaos surrounding you. You can even look back at like past situations and you can easily pick up when you've gone through a chaotic moment, like maybe a lot of things seem to happen at once in your life. If you had reflected back to your inner world, you could see there was a lot of chaos within you then and it kept attracting it back. Anyway, so welcome guys to episode 59. Before I get properly into the episode, I would love if you can rate the podcast. At the top, there's a star rating. Once you've listened to three episodes, you can rate it there. It helps to get onto other people's feeds. I really, really appreciate when you guys rate it. Uh, even if you want to share it, tag me on Instagram when you share it. Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach. Again, really appreciate when you guys do that. And a little bit about my week so far. Since I last recorded, it's been a bit emotional but powerful week. Uh, I feel really, really empowered. And also this weekend, I had my friends from Australia come down, so Eliza and Sam, which was so, so amazing. I got to show them around London, and I was just so happy to be able to see them again. They're now moving to America, so I won't be able to see them when I go back to Australia. So yeah, it was very nice. And taught me that I can be a good London tour guide. So I'm starting to embrace the local side of being a Londoner. So hit me up for all your tour guide needs. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, so now that you know what the law of correspondence is, I want to talk about how you can use the law. 
So to be able to change your physical reality, you need to realize that there are more there are more spiritual things than your physical being. If you just think that changing the outer world will make a difference, then you're going to get stuck in a loop of little small changes that never actually go anywhere. So just even do a bit of a self-reflection moment. Have you been putting a lot of work into changing things, maybe changing the things that are happening around you? But have you done anything to the inside? Like, Have you changed your core beliefs? Have you worked on your limiting beliefs? Because if you haven't, that situation is going to duplicate itself in different ways. So in order to make change, the physical actions that you take need to reflect the spiritual actions that should be taken. So if you're just taking it to change the physical world and not the spiritual inner being, then nothing will happen. So for this reason, if you find lessons repeating themselves to your, your physical being, it's a sign that you need to learn from them and change your inner being. So this kind of comes back to what I've talked about basically every episode since I've read the book, The Universe Has Your Back, and it's called The Universal Assignment. So the more that you don't fix what's on the inside, the more the assignment is going to get sent your way because the universe hasn't seen you make any differences. It's seen you either try and prevent or put off learning from the assignment, which means it's like, okay, I'll let you put it off for now, but I'm going to bring it back in another form because you haven't learned from it. So you need to use the energy from your mind and put it through your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and your words to make sure it reflects higher wisdom. Otherwise, when you send that lower vibrational energy, it will be returned to you at the same frequency until there is a match for the higher vibration. So again, think of that universal assignment. If that assignment keeps coming back to you, it means you're just being postponing it. You haven't been working on it and it's just going to keep coming back to match that lower vibrational energy. If you feel you're really overwhelmed with an emotion or a situation, then you need to notice where exactly you are sending out the lower energies. Where is it coming from? I had a situation in my life recently where I just wasn't feeling good about something. I'm not going to go too much in detail about it right now, um, but I just wasn't feeling good and I hadn't been feeling for months. I hadn't been feeling good about it. And I very much took on the victim role of like, it's not working out for me, la la la. Um, the problem was I took on, took on that victim role and I kept putting out that negative lower vibrational energy. So it kept coming back to me at the lower vibrational energy until the point that the universe just had to be like, right, you're not getting it. <laughs> so it sent it to me at a much harsher, more obvious way that made me have to sit down and go, hang on what's happening. And I worked through it and I realized that it, I was playing the victim and although yes the circumstances weren't great for me either by playing the victim and by not realizing that it's me sending out those lower energies and there's a change that has to come from within it was just repeating itself and it was just getting worse the hardest part about the law of correspondence is that you have to be honest with yourself and realize the potential you hold yourself to create change if you keep playing the role of the victim nothing will ever change you need to realize you're in control nobody else you're in control so you're not the victim so to do this just start mindfully observing your inner world daily by doing this you're going to become more aware of the negative thoughts that arise but how can you do this how can you become more aware of your inner thoughts journaling i am such a big fan of journaling and i think everyone should journal every single day i went off it after i moved to London I stopped doing it as much so I forgot the effects it can actually have 
I started again a few months ago and the deep, uh, the ability of how deep I've been able to go to work through things and up level and change my inner being is amazing because I'm seeing the thoughts and I'm arranging them and I'm realizing what the message is. So start journaling. This is so, so powerful for the Laura correspondence because it's forming a com- conversation between your inner self and your higher self, as well as your outer self and your inner self. Another tip I have is listen to constructive criticism. It's very easy to get defensive over constructive criticism and think someone's just saying you're a terrible person or you're not good at your job or you're not good in a relationship or whatever whatever it may be. But it's there for a reason. And if you don't truly take it in, you're missing a huge chance to learn. So don't get defensive when you get constructive criticism. It's just a way that you can get better. It's not saying you're not good. It's just a way you can get better. And it's a way that you can be like, okay, so this is how somebody else sees it. So what is there from within that I'm ignoring? And also always act on your current beliefs, morals, and values. Sometimes it's very easy to act from our ego, but you should be acting from your current beliefs, your morals, and your values. And if you don't know what they are, you need to kind of do some reflection or journaling about what they are. I've got an episode about values. I think it's like episode four. So I'd recommend listening to that because it also has an exercise on how you can work out what your values are. Okay, so I spoke about how the Laura correspondence is a conversation between your outer world and inner world, but also how it's a conversation from your inner world to your higher self. So I want to talk a bit about how you can align with your higher self. There are three recommended ways that I did some research on for ways to realign with your higher self. So I'm going to go over them, give you some tips on how to do this so that you can apply it in your everyday life and work on that communication with your higher self or your soul traveler. The first one is mirror image. So when you have a negative experience, you should take a moment to pause and recognize that somewhere within your inner world, something is not right. There's a reason that this situation and negative experience has occurred. So don't just blame it on the outside situations. Realize something on the inside isn't right because this is reflecting in your outer world. The mirror image of negativity that you're seeing, it's not your true high self. It's just the negative energy that you have put out. And this negative situation is the mirror for you to be shown that changes, you are needing to make changes within your subconscious. So there's things within your subconscious that need to be healed. So take the time to go deep within and ask questions on why you're feeling and why you're projecting this feeling onto your outer world. Are you relating to your higher self or your physical self? Take the time to understand your feelings and change those inner, inner negative thoughts so that you can realign with your inner truth and you then allow your true form to become your new truth. So once you've worked on that inner, that inner being, that negativity and reconnected with your higher self, your physical reality will change. It's all just a mirror. It's just the mirror image. The second one I'm going to talk about is the opposing force. So when you recognize lower frequencies happening in your outer world, instead transform them by applying opposite energy. So in order to reconnect with your higher self, you have to reach for the opposite. So say you're being criticized, praise someone. Say you're being made fun of, compliment someone. If you're feeling lost, help guide someone. If someone hurts you, love someone else. 
It is with that you begin to master the ability to heal a wounded part of yourself and recognize that it's not your true self. So start feeding yourself the energy you desire. So instead of putting out more of that negativity that negativity that's being sent your way, put out the opposing force because then you're changing that force. And it might take a bit of time, but that will then come back to you in your physical reality. The final one I'm going to talk about is the flow of life. So in the flow of life, you want to envision yourself floating on a boat and just completely letting go. So you have no fear for your safety. You just know that you're being guided and you're on this boat. Close your eyes if you need to, and you're drifting along this river. Eventually, a thought or a block is going to pop up that something isn't right. This is natural. This happens. This is like our day to day. We're in a good zone. We're, We're feeling great. And then something pops up out of nowhere. This is when it's your time to surrender. So when you start to encounter the rough waters, so you're on this river and then suddenly gets a bit rocky, it's a wake up call that something in your outer world requires some work from your inner world. So something within your inner world needs to be fixed. You cannot make changes from the outer world. You can only make changes from within. You can make changes from the outside, but it's just a temporary fix. It's not a long-term fix. It's like putting glue on a broken shoe instead of getting a new one it will it will change for a bit and it will make it better but it is not a long-term solution like it will break again eventually and this is the time that your inner self needs to ask for guidance from your higher self in order to get the message of how to change and how to work to change the outer world so ask your higher self when you feel this stop of energy where has the communication within broken down So you are responsible for your own personal growth. So you need to change that communication barrier between your inner self and your higher self. So the next thing I want to talk about is how you can use the law of correspondence in your everyday life. So you can use the law to go deeper into every limiting belief that you hold. And you now have the knowledge to go deeper and level up. You now know it's not about the outer world. It's about the inner world. For example, let's do an example if you're always dating emotionally unavailable men. Then you need to remember the choice of dating emotionally unavailable men. That's the outside. So the choice of actually dating them is the outside world. It comes from a pattern in your internal beliefs. So from your inner self. So the next time you notice this, stop and realize it's not your outer choices that are doing this. It's your inner choices. It's coming from that internal belief that you have. And the fact that you've not worked on the inner self is the reason the pattern continues to occur, that you continue to find emotionally unavailable men, that you continue to date them as well. The cycle will not end until you go within and you set boundaries for yourself. They're showing up because there is something within you that they can relate to. That is why they keep coming back. It's like you've got this speakerphone going on. I need emotional unavailable men. It's like it's sending out to the outside and attracting them in. They're hearing the noise and they're hearing no commitment. Oh, I'm coming over. (laughs) So once you go deeper, you may find that deep down you believe that they are the type of men you deserve because of a certain reason. So again, this is a completely random, random example. So say that reason is a parental figure in your life was not very available. So you think that's what you deserve in life. So that is what you're sending out. You're sending out this belief from inside, this internal belief that you 
need an emotionally unavailable man. So then you're acting, you're making the choices of that in your outside world and attracting that back to you. It is so important to be aware of what you allow around you every day because this will impact what shows up within you. So start to pay attention to the things you're consuming because this can make a huge big difference and this can completely change what you're sending out and what you're allowing to come back to you. So certain things like look at what you're consuming. Does it fit with the identity you want to create? So are you consuming like TV or magazines? Do people still read magazines? That's sorry, a random, random extra out of thought. But anyway, TV, magazines, or just your day-to-day of what you're watching happen around you. What are you consuming? So use this knowledge that you have control from within. Use this knowledge to declutter your mind, your relationships, any events, or anything that does not fit with your desired identity with what you want out of life. So when you're when you find you're consuming a lot of things that aren't fitted in this desire that don't fit in this desire identity, try and balance it. So say you watch a lot of bad reality TV, then instead of falling asleep watching this TV and then watching it the next morning and wake up, maybe just try and put it like an hour a day, less than or maybe half an hour a day that you watch it and then don't do it just before bed or Do it and then meditate and do some journaling before you go to bed or go for a walk afterwards. Find that balance if you are going to consume things that aren't great for your mind. And it's just important to rejuvenate your mind and your inner being because that is what we're sending out. If we're continuously putting in this crap into our mind, I say this why I also do it, so I'm not judging. But if we continuously do it with no reprieval, then we're going to have a focus and very negative things and that is what our inner being is going to duplicate instead of listening to our higher self so just finally just don't focus on the things you don't want that negative focus or that victim mentality it's not going to help you instead start focusing on the person you want to be your desired person your higher self your soul traveler how you can bring that into your day-to-day life And that brings us to the end of the episode. So still listen to the last little bit because I'm going to include a travel tip and a quote to finish off the episode with, but a bit of a conclusion. So the law of correspondence, it's a really powerful step in your self-development. So by realizing you control your outer world by your inner being, you have all the power. You do. Only you. Once you realize you have the power, it's so amazing and you can do anything. Once you lose that victim identity, you are the one with the power. And your inner being connects to your higher self. And once we can find that connection, again, the back to the word power, like where you can really control and have that power. So thank you for listening, guys. I'm so happy you guys are here for another episode. And I would really appreciate if you can rate at the top of the podcast. Again, once you've listened to three episodes, follow me on TikTok or Instagram, Soul Traveler Full Stop Coach, also in the show notes. And my travel note for today, so it's a bit of a tip, kind of a tip, kind of a note, but also just like an it's okay. And that is, it's okay to forget people's names. I think people get a lot in their head about this. They meet someone, they have a huge big conversation about their lives and then realize that they don't remember that person's name and they get really self-conscious and maybe even avoid the person a bit. I can tell you that almost like 
I'm almost 97% sure, or at least in 97% of the cases, that person has also forgotten your name and it's just waiting for a moment it comes up when you introduce yourself to somebody else or they add you on Instagram. So don't stress, it's completely normal. You're meeting so many different people. People have such different pronunciation of names. It's okay to forget people's names. And if you're really, really worried about it, ask for their Instagram and just hope that they've got it included in their name because <laughs> some people don't. But it, that can be a way that you can find out what it is if you are stressing. And to finish on a quote, and this is from Gandhi. And the quote is, we must become the change we want to see. Don't forget to embrace yourself, traveler. Bye, friends.